This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Today is Friday, February 26th, 2021. On this day in 1870, a black man named Wyatt Outlaw was kidnapped and lynched by one of America's oldest domestic terrorist groups, the Ku Klux Klan. Today, we honor Wyatt's legacy by remembering his impact on his home state, North Carolina. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Today we're covering the lynching of Wyatt Outlaw. Outlaw was a leader of the Alamance County chapter of the Union League. He advocated for peace and rule of law, especially after being appointed as a local police officer. But though he earned respect from many in the community, he rose to prominence in the wake of the Civil War, in a state still suffering from economic devastation. For many white Alamance citizens, this black man's success somehow epitomized their loss. Their rage was palpable, and on the night of February 26, 1870, it exploded. It began as a quiet evening. Wyatt Outlaw, head of the local chapter of the Union League, was at home with his family. Just blocks away, a group of at least 60 Klansmen gathered in front of the Basin & Sons General Store, lit torches, and began marching up North Main Street. They yelled for Wyatt Outlaw. Any onlookers would have known exactly what was about to happen. Before the war, most of these Klansmen were farmers. Few had owned slaves, and the county had actually voted against secession. As such, many men were drafted into the Confederate Army unwillingly. By the end of the war, most families had lost at least one relative in battle. The farms were destroyed, and the banks had no money to lend to rebuild. The country was in absolute shambles and filled with angry, bitter white men. Few jobs were available to them after the war. The two local industries, the railroads and cotton mills, were primarily hiring newly freed former slaves and white women because they could hire them on the cheap. Then in 1868, Wyatt Outlaw founded a local chapter of the Union League in Graham. The Union League was a Republican Party organization that had been used to gather Northern support during the war. But after the war, its primary function was to build support for the party amongst disenfranchised Black Americans, and its membership consisted of newly freed slaves. Outlaw started the chapter to raise funds for a church and a school, but his actions made many white families in town feel threatened. 
they'd heard hearsay rumors of unions in other towns destroying white property or even murdering white citizens. In response, a lawyer named Jacob Long founded an organization called the White Brotherhood, which was essentially a branch of the KKK. Under Long, the group's objective was to maintain law and order and to keep any armed black people off the streets. But what this really meant was that cloaked and hooded members would beat and whip anyone they deemed a threat. This included any whites who spoke out against the Brotherhood, though most of their victims were black men. By 1869, the Brotherhood ruled the county, and that February, they staged a demonstration in downtown Graham, riding into the square on horseback. But sometime during their demonstration, shots were fired at the Brotherhood, and they dispersed. Rumors quickly spread that it was Wyatt Outlaw, who had been recently named a town police officer, given a gun, and put in charge of policing such night rides. Over the next year, resentment towards Outlaw flourished, and a thirst for revenge grew. On February 26th, at around 11 p.m., the Brotherhood rode into Graham, hitched their horses, and marched up to Wyatt Outlaw's house. The following morning, Wyatt Outlaw's body hung from a tree no more than 30 yards away from the town courthouse. A sign on his chest read, Beware, ye guilty parties, both white and black. Coming up, we dive into the aftermath of Outlaw's murder. Listeners, I am thrilled to tell you that this month marks a huge milestone for ParCast. It's the four-year anniversary of another fantastic podcast I host called Serial Killers. If you haven't had a chance to dive into the stories and psychology behind the most nightmarish murderers of all time, there's no better time than right now to start listening. Each week, we enter the minds, the methods, and the madness of the world's most sadistic serial killers. From the son of Sam, David Berkowitz, and the co-ed killer Edmund Kemper, to Eileen Wardos, Ed Gein, and coming soon, the Night Stalker Richard Ramirez. And this February, look out for our four-part special on couples who kill, following the worst love has to offer. Their names may sound ordinary, but their atrocities are anything but. Trust me, you do not want to miss it. With hundreds of episodes available to binge and new ones released weekly, get to know the killers, crimes, and cases that forever changed the face of history. Follow the Spotify original from ParCast, Serial Killers. New episodes air every Monday and Thursday, free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Now, back to our story. 
On the night of February 26, 1870, local Union League leader Wyatt Outlaw was killed and hung by white members of a local branch of the KKK. There's no excuse for this blatantly racist killing, and seeking justice for Outlaw proved challenging. After Wyatt founded the Alamance chapter of the Union League, his power and influence in local political circles grew. This was due to a few things. One, that his aspirations of building a church and a school were relatively uncontroversial. Second, he was a judicious, hard-working man who felt a strong commitment to following the rule of the law. Third, and perhaps most notably, he got along with both blacks and whites. He wasn't interested in revenge or retribution. But this also made him unpopular with many in the local black community who felt he should have done more to demand reparations for slavery. One of those men was a minister named Alan Paisley. Paisley believed that the black community needed to be aggressive or even violent to see justice, especially in response to the raids carried out by the White Brotherhood. A rivalry soon developed between Paisley and Outlaw. Paisley felt Outlaw wasn't doing enough. Outlaw felt that Paisley's methods would be an act of suicide. Reportedly, it was Paisley who started the rumors that Outlaw fired at the Brotherhood on the night of their 1869 demonstration. If anything, one might suspect Paisley of firing the shot. He was known for initiating attacks against his own people in hopes that the Brotherhood would be blamed. Outlaw's death was investigated by local authorities, and a number of local Klansmen were indicted for his murder. But justice was not swift. After a local black man identified two of Outlaw's killers, he was found drowned in a mill pond. His death was essentially deemed an accident brought on by a manic episode, though no proof was produced to back up these claims. During the trial, witness testimony was murky at best. A 60-year-old man named James Fonville implied that the Klan left town long before Outlaw was hung. Clearly, someone else came along and killed him. Even though 18 men, including Jacob Long, were ultimately indicted for the murder of Wyatt Outlaw, nobody was ever charged. Of course, this incited outrage. The governor at the time, William Holden, moved to have members of the Brotherhood tried by state military commissions, and even declared a state of insurrection in Alamance County. But by the end of 1870, a former Klan leader introduced a resolution to the State House calling for Holden's impeachment. By March of 1871, Holden was charged with various counts of conspiracy and fraud and convicted. After Holden left office, Jacob Long was dismissed of all charges. The only person to ever be convicted of any Klan activities was Black activist Reverend Alan Paisley. In 1914, 44 years after Outlaw's murder, a Confederate monument was built in the exact spot where he was hung. The monument was dedicated to the 1,100 soldiers from Alamance County who died serving for the Confederate Army. There was no monument ever built for Wyatt Outlaw. 
no reparations were ever passed in the state or the country. That Confederate monument still stands today. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Bruce Kitovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Stacey Lee Nemec, with writing assistance by Aaron Lam, and fact-checking by Cheyenne Lopez. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Listeners, don't forget to check out the Spotify original from Parcast, Serial Killers. Every Monday and Thursday, take a deep dive into the minds and madness of history's most notorious murderers. You can binge hundreds of episodes, four years worth, and catch new episodes weekly. Listen to Serial Killers free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.